I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Da 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 da. Something about gay apparel. Da 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 da. Up your bum. There we go. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, another another great Christmas song there on our hashtag Countdown to Christmas. Yes. Um, how are you? I'm good. I've got a floppy bit of hair there. Look, floppy, floppy, floppy. Yeah. Uh, another episode of the Get Fact podcast. Yes. And this week, Johnny, you will know, is all about Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Hoi! Japan! Yeah. Now, that is part of the song, so that's fine. Yeah. From here on in, right, you need to promise me. Can't make promises, mate. <laughs> There will be no accents. I can't make promises about accents and stuff. Right. Some, some words I've got to pronounce, you see. Um, right. We're not going on the fine. history of Japan. We're just going to do some funky facts about Japan. I've wanted to do this for a while. Johnny's wanted me to put it off because he's worried about me doing accents and stuff. Yeah. Um, because you know I don't what? want to get arrested. You know what? Accents are okay. Like if I did, oh, my name's Johnny, like that, right? Or you do one of me, go on. Yeah. Right, see? So yeah. they're just accents, right? They don't hurt anyone. Anyway, my subject this week... Your subject. Japan, right? Yeah. So Japan is an island nation in the Pacific Ocean with high-rise is it, filled is that cities. Is because it's specifically in that ocean? Uh, it is specific to the Pacific. And with high-rise filled cities, imperial palaces, mountainous national parks and thousands of shrines and temples. Do you know what the capital is? Tokyo! No, it's not Tokyo. It is. Is it? Yeah. Um, that is known for its neon skyscrapers and pop culture. Yeah. Um, Kyoto, in contrast, offers Buddhist temples, Shinto shrines, gardens and cherry blossoms. Then what's a Shinto shrine? Uh, don't know, mate. Uh, you know what the national dish is? Uh, I want to say sushi, but you're going to tell me I'm wrong. It is sushi, you're right. Is it? It's served everywhere, from casual pubs to gourmet restaurants, okay? Um, so that was just a little, you know, basically, there's a wide range of people, places, mm. sights to see in Japan. I th- I think me and you should go one day. Yes, just I think, me and I think you, that though. would be a lot of fun. Just me and you. Yeah. I think that'd be brilliant. You Definitely. know why? why? They love karaoke, don't they? Do they? they, they go, oh, they do, yeah. They go batshit for it. I think it's actually a Japanese word, karaoke. It's either Japanese or Chinese. Yeah. Karaoke! Yeah. Stop it. Right. So there's another bit of Japanese culture for you. Um, do you know about Mount Fuji, mate? Um, it's mountainous. Um, is it a mountain though? It's a peninsula. 
It's an active volcano. Is that a word? It's a word. Yeah. Um, it's an active volcano. Okay, just southwest of Tokyo. I did, did not realise it was a volcano. And it's commonly called Fujisan. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's the country's tallest peak at 3,776 metres. Um, and do you know what the best way to take a picture of it is? Uh, with a Fuji film. With <laughs> a Fuji 2 camera. Ah, uh, right, okay. Um, possibly. I mean, they make good cameras, don't they? Yeah, they do, actually. Yeah, other cameras are available. Yeah. Um, and it's... It's iconic, okay. Now, when I was reading up on the mountain, I came across something which is a bit weird that apparently was part of Japanese culture. Now, there's a thing called yubasute, U-B-A-S-U-T-E. Do you know what that is? Nope, not a clue. I, I, I just want to run it by you and just see if you'd be tempted to do this at some point. So, mm. yubasute, um, which translates to, or it could be obasute, or sometimes Oyasute. There's many variations no. of it. Um, basically means abandoning, abandoning a parents. And it refers to a, a custom allegedly performed in Japan in the distant past whereby an infirm or elderly relative was carried to a mountain or some other remote, desolate place and left there to die, either by dehydration, starvation or exposure as a form of euthanasia. Um, this was normally done um, during times of drought and famine and was sometimes mandated by feudal officials. Now, there's no solid evidence to say that happens, Mm-mm. but you can imagine back in the day. I can imagine got back no in the food. day, yeah, too, right? Let's get grandma. Survival of the fittest, didn't it? Let's get grandma up the hill. Yeah. And then just piss off. Would you do that with any of your family members? I'm not sure I could be bothered with the car journey with them. Oh, you're driving too fast, son. You're driving too fast. Oh, give him some space. Don't shout at that where, man. Where are we going, Johnny? Where are we going? <laughs> oh, it's a long way. I've not brought me coat. <laughs> um, so you it, se- it seems like a lot of effort. Well, it seems like a lot of effort. Drive so You know, if you wanted to get rid of someone, then surely just kill them. Yeah, but it's the thought of killing your family member, at least leaving them there. You can think, oh, maybe they survived. You're not children with a dead rabbit. You're not. You're not sending them to live on a farm. No, I know that. You're, not, you're fully aware of what you do. So, doing. so you're saying you'd rather knock her over there with a, a rock? Yeah. So if I had to kill someone, I'd do it quickly. No, you don't have to kill them, but they're gonna go hungry. There's no food in the pot, mate. Yeah. So then they're better off either starving with their family or dying quickly. Do you want to see your mum starve? Well, she can die quickly then. Rock over there. Is that what yeah. you're doing? You heartless. Bastard. As opposed to you, who's just going to leave your poor mum up a mountain for days. No, <laughs> I'm not saying I would go through with it. I'm just saying, what would you do? Well, you know what you should do? Go Instead on. of taking your mum up a mountain, yeah. take her around the back of them bike sheds. <laughs> Get some make money. some money. Hey. Yeah. Classic. Uh, bike sheds makes it sound like it's children. That's just weird. Yeah, I didn't mean that. That yeah. wasn't... Sorry, I feel like I've gone too far now. Yeah, I do apologise. No, Please don't send me up a mountain. Other things that I found out about Japan and it's um what would you call it? What's what is a mountain, what is a forest? Uh scenery. Yeah, scenery. We'll go with scenery. Right, there's a place called Aikigahara. That's nice, but before, while we're on scenery, have you mm. seen my scenery? Yeah, you've got Chewy on your mm. got laptop. a Chewbacca sticker on my laptop, haven't yeah, I? And a stormtrooper. Sad that, isn't it? Pretty sad. No, I think it's good. Pretty sad. I like stickers. Anyway, um, 
Ikigata. How would you pronounce that, mate? Ikigata. It's not. Anyway. Um, also known as Suicide Forest or Sea of Trees. It's a 35 square kilometre forest that lies at the northwest base of Mount Fuji. And it contains a number of rocky, icy caverns. Um, now. Is it where people go to top themselves? Exactly. So it's become popular for people to go and commit suicide there for some reason. Um, Do we know what that reason is? It's got a historic association with demons in Japanese mythology. It was also linked to a book from way back when mm. uh, where someone went to kill themselves. And there's been... Well, 57 took place in 2010, but it's, it's sort of the numbers have fluctuated since then. Uh, for this reason, a sign at the head of the main trail urges suicidal visitors to think of their families and contact a suicide prevention association. Obviously, it's a serious thing. Um, and the last thing you want is a bit of a shrine for people yeah. to go and do stuff like that. I actually, there's a, I think it's a Vice documentary, um, like a two-hour-long one, where this guy single-handedly goes trekking around the forest and, it, and like you see tents and stuff um, some of them people are still living in them and he goes up to them and you know mm. he says just you know what, why, why are you here and stuff a lot of people don't say I'm here to do whatever yeah and he tries to talk to them and say just think of you know think of your family think of your loved ones there's people out there for you oh, um, other nice times he'll, yeah other times you'll find tents empty mm. and they might be people who've took an overdose and they've gone wandering because they're hallucinating or whatever yeah and then obviously you find dead bodies as well and stuff like that. So it's a serious thing. So I'm glad we're having a nice cheery one today. Yeah, nice cheery one about Japan. But um, you know, I mean, if 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 anyone is feeling like that, it's not it's not nice, is it? Well, no. Just you know, don't do it. Don't. Yeah. See, there's the moral of the story. Listen to this instead. Yeah. Don't worry, it warms up from here. Don't worry. And if you do find my Japanese accent entertaining, then perhaps I'll try and crowbar a few more in before. Yeah, they're, they're then they'll go in. Definitely not. One percent not. Well, maybe one. I maybe, might let you have one. Maybe a few, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's just been quite a... Apparently, most of the suicide attempts come from the end of the fiscal year in Japan. Ah, uh, when they're all skinned. Yeah, they're all worried about money and stuff. So don't do it. Money's not everything, you know? It's not. It's not everything, is Some it? people are so poor that all they have is money. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. I keep telling the missus not to worry about money all the time, but don't aim one ear out the other. Yeah. Oh, I've got no money. Anyway, still gets her nails done every week. Is she? Yeah. Oh, hey. she's sat over there now. Brand new, sat, yeah. bloody painted purple nails. Anyway. Purple. She doesn't even have a purple T-shirt. No, pathetic. Um, should have had it painted blue and white for the podcast. Yeah, that's a point. Why doesn't she get get fuck nails? Don't know, mate. Don't know. Could be viral. Um, now, Johnny, me and you work hard, don't we? Tirelessly. Oh, yeah. Tirelessly. The amount of research. As you'll know from last week's Ned Kelly episode. For this podcast, we work tirelessly. Now, have you ever fell asleep editing stuff? No. You've never I'm too committed to the fans to fall asleep. Well, you say that. Um, in Japanese culture, you're not working hard enough, mate. There's something called Inemuri. I-N-E-M-U-R-I. And um, in Japanese business culture, it recognises employees who work so hard they are forced to engage in inemuri or napping on the job. Rules do apply. You must remain upright, for example, while some people even fake it 
to make their bosses believe they're working harder. So, no. you need to be falling asleep doing this sort of thing, mate. Right, I will, I'll have a nice little nap when I get in then. You need to be working so, what? so hard. I could just... Have a little nap now? Yeah. Have a little nap? I'm going to wake us up in a bit, yeah? Yeah, a little power nap then. All right, then I'll crack on. Um, love hotels. It's another thing in Japan. He's just pretending <laughs> to be asleep now. <laughs> the, the joke was just with me and you then and no one else. Um, love hotels. So short stay hotels. Now, because space is at a premium in, premium in Japan. Oh, I've heard of these, right? yeah. So you might, I don't know, you might have a flat share with like four other people. Mm. You want to get down to it with your partner, you know. Yeah. Bit of, um, you know. Shesho! Or something That's like that. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to get down with it with your partner. Um, so, yeah, there's love hotels. And you know that the love hotels, because they've got love hearts on their symbols and on their signs outside. Mm. And they offer two different room rates a rest or an overnight stay. So I think a rest is a quick, you yeah. know, quickie. By the hour. Um, hour? How many times are you doing it? Well, by the time you've took your socks off and got your slippers all nice in a pile and, and you've folded all your clothes. Oh, and so Japanese people wear slippers? Everyone wears slippers. Saying? All sensible people in the world wear slippers. Oh, yeah, they're all in karate gear. You're racist. <laughs> um, oh, they're all catching flies with chopsticks. Pathetic. Um... So yeah, so you'll be able to see these. Um, yeah, some of them are like pretty basic. Others are high-end establishments that offer decorated rooms, bizarre themes, and costumes for hire. Oh. So they might want to dress up as a Pokemon. Yeah, another Japanese reference there. Yeah, yeah, good one. Pikachu. I don't know. What, can you think of another Pikachu? Can you think of another Pokemon? Um, Bulbasaur. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. Great. Um, some of them even feature rotating beds, ceiling mirrors, kinky. Yeah. And karaoke machines, mate. Oh, get in so you can sing love songs to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Loving you. Yeah, you could sing a bit of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you wanted to, you know, apparently take that quite popular in Japan. Um. If this is all higgledy piggledy, it's because Johnny's edited a lot of things out. Yeah. Um. When you this will probably annoy you actually. When you eat, Johnny, you're quite a quite a nice neat boy. When you eat. Yeah. Yeah. So like, would you would you sometimes if I'm eating something messy, I will just put a handkerchief like down my neck. Oh, well, I don't bother top. with that. I do because I know that sometimes you get spillages and stuff. Mm. Quite a quiet eater. You know, conscious of other people around me. Well, that's the British in us, isn't it, I suppose? Um, in Japan, they have noodle slurping. What's that? So, um, apparently, to show... Um, it's a polite mannerism, and it's to show your appreciation for it. When you're eating noodles, slurping is essential. So, chopsticks in one hand and a spoon in the other. Uh, you want to have the ramen noodles, but you need to be hunched over the bowl... You want the noodles, you want whatever contents are in it, plus the water or the liquid that it's with. Mm. And the idea is to you sort of slurp, and the louder you slurp, the more cultured that is, the better that is to do. Not um, my idea of fun. Yeah, so you've got to get the broth and noodles all all in one, and be like, <laughs> literally like, <laughs> you know, enjoying it. No. Um, no, thank you. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> another thing in Britain, which is opposite to Japan, um, I mean... What would you class as nice teeth? 
Yeah, the opposite of mine, white and straight. White and straight is what we'd say, okay? Yeah. There's something called double tooth in Japan, okay? Mm. Where they they phys- they go into the dentist and request for uneven or snaggled teeth. It's known as yeiba, uh, which translates to double tooth, and is one of the country's most recent odd fashion trends. So they'll go to the dentist and say, can you just stick us a tooth in really wonky there? And stick another one in that's not that's crooked there, and that's supposed to be like a sign of attraction. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, that's odd then. Um, do you ever get lonely? Constantly. Constantly. I'm dead inside. Feel what? lonely. Do you yeah. feel like you need a cuddle sometimes? Yeah. You ever walk down the street and think, oh, I'd love a cuddle right I'd now. I'd love a cuddle, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not offering you one, oh. but in Japan. Oh, right, yeah. Because I wasn't going to have one anyway. Yeah, in Japan there's cuddle cafes. Is there? Um, it, uh, it's called Sunny Ya. Apparently that translates to sleep together shop. So sorry if there's any Japanese people listening to this, or people who can speak it. We actually do genuinely have. Um, we've had in the last month we've had about four downloads from Japan. All oh, right, okay. So we'll see. Well, I'm sorry if I've insulted anyone with my pronunciation of that, but um... don't worry. The pronunciation of that was not the most <laughs> offensive pronunciation you've done today. Um, the first one opened three years ago in Tokyo, allowing male customers to sleep next to a girl for a fee. Sexual requests are not allowed. Oh. Um, that's insisted on. Instead the, instead, the men could purchase extras, such as staring at each other for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's a thousand yen. Now, and this one's a bit weird. Stroking the girl's hair for three minutes. That's another thousand yen. Mm-hmm. Um, Akihabara is the place to find them. Bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, not. I mean, if you've got to pay for it, then you might as well get it. Yeah, of course. Um, Johnny promoting prostitution there. Um, Do you know what ganguro translates as? Mm, No. Another hot potato here for you, Johnny, that you might want to edit out. It literally translates to blackface. Right, go on. Redeem yourself. Uh, It's just one of the fashion trends in Japan uh, where girls uh, take tan into the extreme. Every week, they dye their skin as dark as possible and then apply huge amounts of foundation. Black ink for eyeliner, platform shoes and bleached hair completes this extreme curious fashion trend. So uh, I can put a picture up of them. They don't look attractive, really. Look like that for me personally, but some people like it. Um, Now, with Christmas around the corner, mate, what will you be eating Christmas Eve, do you reckon? Christmas Eve? Yeah, a couple of mince pies, I think. Uh, I'm working Christmas Eve, so... Pot noodle. Pot noodle. All right, mm-hmm. okay. Do you know what they have traditionally on Christmas Eve in Japan? What? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Ooh, I'd love a KFC. Yeah. So, it's not a national holiday, because they don't celebrate it that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 1% of the population pra- are practicing Christians. But, Christmas Eve, everyone gets to KFC. Um, and, yeah, they'll basically go there. Basically, I think what happened was, uh, when it became popular among foreigners in Japan... Mm. Um, cause they, and they couldn't find chicken or turkey elsewhere. Ah, right. Well, the next best yeah. thing is KFC. Yeah, you couldn't have Bit, a turkey for your Christmas dinner, you just get KFC. Yeah. Right. A big boom, uh, and then it, it kicked off from there, uh, from the 1970s onwards. Um, there's a place called Mr. Kanso. And who's he? That's a, well, it's a popular Japanese restaurant. Um, you'd love it. You, you would actually eat here. You know why? Why? It only serves canned food. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you'd love that, it. Your all-day right breakfast up. in a tin. Yeah. Slop it out onto a plate. with me today. Exactly. So instead of providing a menu, those who dine there have the opportunity to select their meal from the shelves they ad- uh, 
everywhere sort of around them yeah and I supplied plastic cutlery to enjoy the contents of their can sounds minging to me sounds brilliant now there's another thing I'm, I'm firing these off at a rate of knots something uh, I'd imagine it goes a little bit like this Cancho right and the reason I'm doing it like that Cancho is a common prank often carried out in Japanese playgrounds oh, okay yeah. It is performed by the individual clasping their hands together in the shape of a gun. Yeah. Cancho! Like that, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, customer attempt to jab the index finger harshly at the derriere of the unsuspecting victim. Cancho! 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 My derriere. So there you go. So that is Cancho. Another that's classic Japanese for you, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Now, another thing, right? Obviously, they're known for big buildings and stuff. Yeah. Did I hurt you there, mate? You no, right? no, I've just got the back of my knee's been itchy for the last few oh, days. Right, is okay. that a thing? That's a thing. It's uh, eczema or something. I don't think it is. I think it's illness. So, big buildings, big skyscrapers, known for it in Japan. Guess what they've got there? And I'll put a picture up. Window cleaners? The world's shortest escalator. Oh, have they? Mm hmm. It only has five steps and it's 32.8 oh. inches high. Uh, it's in the basement of Moore's department store in. Kawasaki, Japan. Hmm? Yeah. Shortest one in the world, mate. Um, now, another thing I'm really big on, one thing that intrigued me about Japan, Mm-mm. okay, you may remember a programme. Endurance. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah? Have you not got anything about endurance in? No. Right. Do you want to tell us about endurance first? So... You tell us about Takeshi's Castle first because you've done your research on it. Right. Endurance is essentially the extreme version of it. So Takeshi's Castle literally uh, literally means showdown. Um, I think Takeshi means. Mm. Okay. That's, again, what it's saying. I don't know Japanese. Japanese. Don't know Japan. Don't know it. Um, Game show that aired between 1986 and 1990. Um, It featured the Japanese actor Takeshi Kitano. As a count who owns a castle and sets up difficult challenges for players or a volunteer army, okay? Barely anyone ever won it. Really hard to win. Yeah. Water guns, lasers. There was that one where they fire balls at you really hard. Yeah, where you're trying to cross a rope bridge. Yeah, you're trying to cross a bridge. One where they chase Mm. you through a maze and then try and put Put a a black mark on your face. Um, It was just a really good, and I think Craig Charles dubbed over it. As a commentator, he did for a while, yeah. I just absolutely loved it as a. It was good. You'd lose your mind for endurance. Right. Okay. So I'll show you a clip because um, you will like. Really, I can't. I can't think of any specific ones. Right. But there used to be a show on when I was a kid called Tarrant on TV. Yeah, I remember that. And he used to show like clip. It was like a clip show, wasn't it? And he used to show funny things from like around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different adverts and things. Yeah. Um, he used to quite often show things from endurance on there. And they had things where like they'd put the contestants, they'd all be on. I remember vaguely when I was a kid, and they were all on horseback. Okay. Right? And the horses had run, and then there'd be a bit of fruit hanging from a string. Okay. And like the fruit got progressively bigger. Bigger until they were going through like watermelons and shit. Right. And they were used to like, like bury them to the neck in sand and. Right. Put like a like a big jug over the head and fill it with beer, and they had to drink it. And 
crazy stuff. Yeah. Do you want to see a little clip quickly? We'll have a little look. Just to let you know, oh. uh, the winners um, at Takeshi Castle won 1 million yen, which is was about $8,000 or £5,000 sterling. That's um, not a lot for Only nine winners in total during the show's run. Yeah. Really hard to win. Um, I think I only witnessed one. I don't think I've ever seen anybody win it, and I've watched it a lot. Yeah, it wasn't... Um, it was pretty hard to do. Pretty hard to win. Let's have a clip of endurance, then. Let's have a look, see what goes on. Yeah, so we just watched a bit of endurance there. So um, keeping their nostrils open while they poured pepper into it. And then the tide came in and stuff. I mean, if you describe what that was, it was literally people lying down while the tide came in over their heads and in between waves. But the nostrils were deliberately held open by some little instrument or whatever. Yeah, Google um, endurance. Yeah, Japanese game show. It's pretty pretty rough. Uh, The funny one was the marshmallow one. It got serious after that, but the marshmallow one was really funny. Where they had like a rubber band around the face. Is it wrong to say that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks funny anyway. Watch it. It's funny. Yes, watch it. It's this brilliant. is going to get cropped down to like zero minutes. Yeah, this episode's a bit shorter than usual. Yeah. Um, a population of 120 odd million, Japan. It's a lot of people in it. It is quite densely populated. Um, now, they hosted the World Cup. Japan. Did they? 2000 and... Japan and Korea, was it 2002? Something like that? Could be wrong. Could um, be right, I wouldn't know. Now, because of the high demand and obviously people travelling to watch their country play, yeah. they came up with the Capsule Hotel, which originated in Osaka, Japan. Uh, it features a set of extremely small capsules designed for basic overnight accommodation for those on a budget. Capsules are stacked side by side with one unit on top of another to maximise space. Yeah, so, so you literally just go into just a bed, isn't it? Yeah, you just slide into a bed, essentially, yeah. and that's it, and that's that's your room. See, but that would do me if I was staying away. Would you be happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was trying to look up as well, like, local... Um, well, not local, but, like, celebrities in Japan... Oh, yeah. There's a guy called Masatoshi Hamada, who's a comedian, um, best known as the Tsukomi half of the popular Awarai duo Downtown. Um, his nickname is Hamachan. Um, mm. What does he do? He did the voice of Slow King in Pokemon. Oh, yeah. um, in the movie. And he he drew Slow King on one of the Pokemon cards. He's um, he's just a popular guy. In oh, Japan, yeah. I was trying to look up the best ever sumo wrestler, but once you get to a certain level, that's it. And you know, um, is it Yokozuna or Yokozuma, one of the Street Fighter wrestlers? Edmund Honda. No. Um, Yokozuna. Oh, there's a wrestler. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Ah, right. There's a wrestler called Yokozuna, but that's the actual highest honor you can get as um. Ah, uh, right, Edmund Honda is a Yokozuna. That's where I know the word right, from. Right, right, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, in a nutshell, there isn't anyone. Because you get to a certain badge and they just say, oh, yeah, you're really you're, good. You're all the same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, oh, just looking up Yokozuna. He died in Liverpool. He was a WWE Hall of Famer. Oh, was he? Uh, died October 2000. Uh, 2000 on the 23rd of October. Um, pulmonary edema, what's that? Pulmonary. Sounds like something to do with your heart. Um, 
fluid in the lung. Oh, right, yeah, you know, which is right next to your heart. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, I mean, your doctorate, you've got that now, haven't you, your PhD? Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you've got my brilliant. Because to do a PhD, as we know, you need to do a lot of research. Yeah, exactly. So, Japan, yeah. just, um, I was looking into the face sitting as well and stuff like that, which is, like, a popular thing where they, and um, apparently vending machines in Japan, you can, mm. like, buy women's knickers and stuff. Yeah, vending woman. machines. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the... Mm. Vending machines, you'll find them next to temples and just really bizarre places where they shouldn't be. No, or we, where you at least wouldn't expect them. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we should go. Definitely. What, for some face sitting? Not for face sitting. you're not sitting like on that. my face, mate, I'll no, tell you that. No, definitely not. I don't want to sit on anyone's yeah. face. Uh, I just want to go and see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when this podcast starts generating money, we'll look to justify that. Yeah some point which must be soon yeah must be soon I reckon Kieran for Christmas is going to sort us out a couple of plane tickets yeah he sorted out he sorted us out pizza before he'll he'll come up trumps again yeah um, uh, isn't he getting his tickets to go and see Busted as well uh, yeah oh no they decided they were just going to send us both a check in for £600 didn't no they? I think he's going to do better than that right he's going to get us tickets to see Busted in Japan ah ah <laughs> What was that? Was that your Japanese that impression? Was, that was me going, ah, while I yawned. <laughs> okay, fair That's enough. That's a good idea, that, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, a nice one, Kieran, for that. I do Cheers, appreciate mate. it. Yeah. Cheers, I know we get kids and that, but thanks. Yeah. Thanks for sorting that out for us. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, um, we'll do a special podcast live from Japan. Yeah. When we're there seeing Busted. Not live, but... Well, not live, but, you know, we'll record it over there. Yeah. Yeah, And nice we'll maybe one. get some um, Japanese ladies to, like, massage us and that. Happy ending. Yep. Yeah, what do you reckon? I could... I mean, is there ever really a happy ending in this life? <laughs> oh, here we go. What is it about a wasp? Dying wasp will always try to fly to yeah. Japan. Always try and flap its wings or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that's it from me, really, on Japan. That's it. Um, I would like to go one day. We'll have to sign out. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We'll the one, I think there once was a, a Japanese player, football player called Fukatishu, but we won't go into that. We won't, will we? Let's not come into that. Just to clarify, was there actually a Japanese footballer called Fukatishu? Yeah. Because if there is, I'll leave that in because that's genuinely funny. No, he's called Fukatishu, yeah. Right, good. Yeah. That's staying in there. Uh, remember the Austin Powers joke? Which one? On Goldmember. With the two twins. Japanese twins. Nope. And he said, what's your name? She goes, uh, fuck me. Hmm. And then uh, he turns round because she says she'll go and get him a drink. Mm. And he comes back and he goes, fuck me, that was fast. And then she mm. goes, fuck you. And he's going, he's like, what? And then he realises the twins and they're called fuck me and fuck you. Ah, right. Yeah. Watch it, start a gold member. You only have to watch like the first 20 minutes. Luckily. See it. Yeah. Um, that's all from me this week, it's folks. Research-wise, I'm all, I'm all Japan facted out. Cool. I could have gone into wars and stuff. Not. I already went into suicide forest and that. Uh, that was yeah, deep, we don't. We want to keep it light. We want to keep it. Keep light. it light. Keep it crisp. Uh, watch yeah. endurance. It's, that'll definitely keep it lighthearted. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Brilliant. Uh, well, I need a wee now. So this is uh, Johnny Fact Finder signing off. Yeah. Hey, fact seekers. We'll have to definitely start next episode with that. Yeah. Um, we our email is getfactcast at gmail dot com. Not that anybody ever fucking emails us. Uh, just do it now. Just spam him now. Just for saying that. Yeah, send me a nice email. Um, we're on Facebook. Yeah, get facts. Find it eventually. It's either a person or a page. We've got both at Add the moment. Add them both. Yeah. And 
Twitter. Get fucked. Ah, no, Twitter is at Get Fat Cast. Perfect. Thanks for that, guys. Yeah, thank you for listening. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.